As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. WHOHD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. We haven't heard a lot from Hawkeye fans on Sound Off the past couple of weeks, no. but John, that should change tonight because that was something unexpected at Kinnick Stadium. My goodness, what a performance by the Hawks. One of the best we've ever seen. If you laid out the scenarios of you think it's going to be a close game and the Hawkeyes win, close game, Hawkeyes lose, Iowa gets blown out, or Iowa blows out Ohio State, that would have been the last option I or anyone else would have chosen. I did not see that coming. Also, the Cyclones lose a close game at West Virginia. First time the Cyclones have lost a game since September. So sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topic. Hawkeye fans storm the field after Iowa hangs 55 points Yikes. on Ohio State. That's number three in the AP poll, Ohio State. Iowa was a 20-point underdog and won by 31. Have you ever seen the Hawkeyes look better? Give us a call. Sound off, 515-282-9010. Before Saturday's Iowa game, I shared an interview and wrote, Hawkeye fans, your coach is a good man. That should matter and does, but nothing matters more to fans than winning. After Kirk Ferentz took his team of mostly two and three star recruits and curb stomped Urban Meyer's squad of four and five stars, Ferentz approval rating shot up. It's an upset because Ohio State has advantages Iowa never will. Fans who stormed the field and turned it black canvas had a sports moment they'll never forget. It's why we love sports, those moments. Latest hawk shock aside, what Ferentz has done at Iowa is underrated and underappreciated. Just ask an Iowa State or Illinois fan. Because Hawkeye fans have had 40 years of Fry and Ferentz, they're used to winning and it's human nature to want even more. Ference is a four-time Big Ten Coach of the Year who has led Iowa to three championships, 14 bowls, 141 wins, and five top 10 finishes. 25% of the time, Iowa finishes top 10. 
Parents could have left for schools where it's easier to win or the NFL where a level playing field comes by design. But he didn't. He stayed. Parents can be loyal to a fault and occasionally stubborn. But no one questions Kirk's integrity. He loves his players and they love him back. That includes the 25 currently in the NFL. Kirk and his wife, Mary, have donated more than a million dollars to the Iowa Children's Hospital. Fans never have to worry about Ferentz going Bryles, Petrino, or Patino. Still, stay in one place 19 years, some fans get a wandering eye for fresh and new. When the in-state rival's 37-year-old coach takes down two top five teams, it worsens. But Hawks, appreciate who you have, a good coach who's also a good man, should never be taken for granted. Remember when Iowa fans had enough of Tom Davis? That led to Steve Alford, which led to Todd Licklider. It can fall apart fast. Just ask a Nebraska football fan. Maybe Iowa never wins a national championship with Kirk Ferentz, but he will never embarrass you. He will represent with class, and when he's done, you'll look back on many days like Saturday and think, Coach, thank you. Well said, Keith. I completely agree. Now, I think Iowa's dismantling of Ohio State is the most impressive win in the Kirk Ferentz era, possibly ever. I'm not saying biggest or most important win, but most impressive. It's Ohio State's worst loss in 23 years, and the only game Urban Meyer has given up 50 points. Iowa looked like the sixth-ranked team, not the big bad Buckeyes. Heck, even Colin Cowherd is no longer calling Iowa the fake ID of college football. That's how impressive this win was. Now, while most Hawkeye fans were celebrating the win, some hopped on social media to let us know just how biased we are in our coverage of Iowa and Iowa State. Here's an email from Steve earlier in the week. I don't remember you following the Hawks, sending someone when they had a road game during their 12-0 season, Sending Admire on the road to West Virginia? I hate to break it to you, Steve. We had someone at every Iowa game during the 2015 season. Every game. Every home game, every road game, Big Ten Championship. And then we sent six people to the Rose Bowl. Six. I'm fine with criticism, but make sure you have your facts right. Jason then tweeted this to sound off after Iowa's win. Maybe now we can have fair and balanced reporting in Iowa. Fair and balanced? No. What you actually want is 100% coverage of your team only. You see, we in the news business follow good stories. Iowa State has been the story not only in Iowa, but all of college football the last four weeks. Thus the reason for Admire following Iowa State to West Virginia. Do you think our coverage was equal two years ago during the Rose Bowl season? No, it wasn't. Iowa was the story, so our coverage tilted towards the Hawkeyes. And make no mistake, we heard about it from Cyclone fans. Bottom line is this, I understand many Hawkeye fans hate Iowa State and vice versa. I'm fine with that, it's a rivalry. But stop lecturing us for following the bigger story. As my mom used to say, life isn't fair, just enjoy the ride. Oh, your mom was a very smart lady, John. All right, let's get to the calls. Uh, Willie in Des Moines, and I hope this is the Willie. Oh, in we're Des hoping. Moines. Willie, is it you? Yeah, it's me. It's me, Murph. I tell you, the old lady, give me a give me a blow this weekend. So I'm gonna call in and tell you how much my Hawkeyes 
Perform this weekend. That first play of the game, I'll fall right out the lazy boy. <laughs> <laughs> you fell to the floor, Willie. Uh, well, what happened? Tell, take us through the rest of the game. What did you think of Iowa's performance? And are we crazy to think maybe this is best top to bottom Iowa has played in a game in the Kirk Ferentz era? Yeah, you know, no, no, no doubt about it. I tell you, I was real happy. I look for some good things. You got to remember, this is a young team, so you're going to have these inconsistencies from week to week. But, boy, I, like I always say, the future's bright and I see the light. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Willie. Great to hear from you. He makes a good point. This is a young Iowa they team. They are really young. They got a lot of talent coming back. Uh, Bill, Bill is in Boone. Bill, go ahead. What would you think of the Hawks? Bill, go ahead. Uh, hey, uh, go Hawks, guys. Go Hawks. Uh, short Great and win, sweet. Yeah. Short and sweet. Okay. Nick is in Bondurant. Nick, uh, what did you think of Iowa? Uh, by the way, Sweet alternate uniforms. I've been a Hawkeye fan for 40 years, and it's probably the best game I've ever seen in my entire life. And, uh, wow. Hawks. And I uh, want to just give a shout-out to my fiance Holly, and I love her. <laughs> well, you made Holly happy, I'm sure. And, and seriously, Keith, have you ever seen an Iowa team, pl- A, play like this, but they just absolutely just dismantled Ohio State. Ohio State, I have never seen Ohio State get crushed like this. Have you? No. An Urban Meyer team gave up 55 points, and this was an Iowa team I don't think had scored 20 points in the Big Ten in any game. Iowa looked like the better team in every facet of the game. Better quarterback, better offense, better defense, better special teams. They look like a top-five team. And as a Hawkeye fan, you think, where was this against Northwestern? Man, you want that game back. Uh, Brian Ferentz called a terrific Great game, game, but boy, does it help when you execute. Man. Don't the coaches look smarter when the players execute? You throw the ball a little on first and second down, you open up that running game, and how good are Noah Fant and TJ Hawkinson at tight end? Those are enormous weapons for Nate Stanley. I read that the list of quarterbacks, I wish I knew the source on this, uh, that have had five touchdowns and zero interceptions against Ohio State is Nate Stanley. That's the list. That's a pretty good list to be on. (laughs) Uh, Chad is in Des Moines. He has the Cyclones on his mind. Uh, I'm I'm a Cyhawk, and uh, I I, I really did like what you said about Ferentz because I think that's – you know, that guy's underappreciated. But uh, on the the Cyclone side of the ball, because I went to both schools, but uh, I was just wondering that fourth and seventh call, I thought that that was, uh, you know, uh, in the middle of the field like that with three minutes left that they – that was a make or breaker. It's overconfident call, or that was a bad call. I thought, but you know, everybody can money more the quarterback. I was wondering what you thought. I think there are a lot of calls. I think this coaching staff would want back. I think they'd want some different plays inside the ten a couple times. They were inside the red zone a few times, and they had to come away with really short field goals. You need to punch those in on the road, especially when your defense played really well in the second half. They held them in this game. The offense sputtered, but you got to get in the end zone uh, if you're inside the five yard line. You need to you need to push that ball in. A depth is starting yeah. to be an issue too, and uh, the game plan is there for Iowa State, so the Cyclones are going to have to take it up a notch. Time for lookalikes. With a local connection, Old Spice judges Chris Wright at ISU 821 says Cyclone quarterback Kyle Kempt looks like actor Ethan Hawke. Old Spice. And Gary says Redfield Zone Bryce Miller, former Register sports columnist, looks like Dodgers legend Fernando Valenzuela. Old Spice. Oh, it's a match. Guys, the NCAA is the governing body that calls itself the bastion of amateur sports. Well, last week, it was the pot calling the kettle black. 
and it's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter. It's at SoundOff13. We asked fans if they've seen a more impressive win. Dan writes, nope, never in my 48 years of life. Time as a student in Iowa City and being a lifelong fan, there's nothing like beating a good OSU team. Nothing. Great win. Cameron writes, talk in October was ISU, as it should be. Talk this week will be Iowa, as it should be. Fun season in God's country. People are crazy. It's time for more on the best Kemp secret. It's what's bugging Andy. Guys, one of the fun things about a great sports season is watching fans come up with their own little personal accents for it, right? Little themes, characters, and buzzwords that the creative types in the stands add in to make the whole season just a little bit more memorable. The Hawkeyes had New Kirk went back when they went 12-0. There was Hoy Ball at Hilton Coliseum. We had Stanzi the Manzi a while ago, and there was, of course, Giant George Niang. That's just off the top of my head. Just the other day, an Iowa State fan came up with this classic, best-kempt secret. An idea that was so perfect that it just instantly screamed T-shirt material, and in an instant, it seemed the T-shirt materialized. No sooner had Raygun printed them, we began giving them away on the Murph and Andy radio show. And no sooner had we begun giving them away that every last one of them was gone. Cyclone fans began calling Raygun, asking to buy more, and Raygun had begun to oblige by starting a second run of shirts. Well, then the NCAA called and put a stop to the whole thing. There'll be no marketing of or profiting on the likeness of an amateur athlete, they said. That would be a violation of Kyle Kemp's amateur status. Well, I don't know what you think of the NCAA being concerned that a t-shirt in Des Moines, Iowa might exploit a college athlete, but this was my reaction. <laughs> really, guys? You're gonna let the fruits of your hypocrisy hang this low to the ground? You're making billions off these athletes. We all know the rules and that rules are rules. And no one wants to make any trouble for Kyle Kemp or for Iowa State, but this is yet another example of what a ridiculous position the NCAA is in right now. I mean, they're like Tank Array telling you not to make bathtub gin. Kyle Kemp isn't even on scholarship. He is getting an opportunity, that's all. And in a matter of months, that opportunity is over. So I say, let's draw the water from the well. Let's do it all pro bono and not for profit, but let's have some fun, all right? But also, let's have the truth. What the NCAA really doesn't want is competition or its profits. And that's what's bugging me. We gave away those best chem secret ray gun shirts to Cyclone fans who shared photos with us. Some of our favorites coming up, plus more of your live calls at 
Facebook Sound Off Nation, Rob writes, I don't think the coaching changes much from week to week. Kids execute better some weeks than others. Difference was good throws, good catches, better blocking and better defensive execution. Good game plan. Our kids played the game of their lives. Go Hawks. Rachel writes, a win against a historically strong college football team is just what Iowa needed. I have watched all season long and not seen the ease in scoring that was displayed. Absolutely impressive team effort and awesome play calling by the Brian Ferentz. This is one for the history books. Who's in your five Cyclone fan photos sent to us after last week's game? Stephen Cadman proved after the Kansas game he'll help push a car out of the mud. Hey, that's a good friend there. Uh, Cyclone Dilly Dilly goes skin deep. That is a Cy tattoo. He wanted that best kept secret shirt. We were giving them away again. To not selling, giving. No, not selling. Anna Kay just wants a warm weather bowl game so she can board. Uh, number two, <laughs> Santa Dan may really be Santa Claus. The match right there look like with that elf. Yeah, or yeah, I know. Gnome, whatever that is. Whatever that thing is. Jamie is happy to have the Cyclones out of the doghouse and uh, near the penthouse. That is an old picture. Now let's get uh, back to the calls here. We'll get it started with Ryan in Ames. Ryan, uh, what did you think of Iowa's effort at Kinnick Stadium? Oh, I mean, it, it was just absolutely incredible. I just want to give a shout-out to the uh, the two freshman tackles we have, uh, Jackson and Wirfs, I believe. Yeah. Um, I thought they did really well versus, you know, arguably the best D-line in the nation. Um, also, I thought it was, you know, a big thing was getting the tight ends more involved, you know, Hawkinson and Fant. Um, Hawkinson's one of those guys, kind of under-the-radar guys, but he had a big game and a couple big catches. Yeah, I, I think both those guys, Hawkinson and Fant, have NFL potential written all over them. They're big guys. They can run. They can catch. They can block. They both came in at the same time. Fant played last year. Hawkinson redshirted. So Fant's a sophomore. Hawkinson just a redshirt freshman. I mean, they are going to be here and, and contributing for a long time. And Stanley starting to find the touch yeah. on those throws and what a difference that will make. Also, we haven't even mentioned Josh Jackson and his what a game he had interceptions. Tim is in Urbandale. Uh, Tim, your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I just want to know if you noticed that Iowa seems to play to the potential of their opponents. I mean, they took Penn State to the last three seconds of the game, and being a 20-point underdog of Ohio State, I always thought Iowa had a chance to beat them. And, again, they beat them by, what, 35 points. So it just shows that Iowa plays to the potential of their opponents. Uh, there is, yeah, there yep. is something to be said for that. I, you made the case and, and you point those things out. I think more than anything, John, the inconsistency says young and inexperienced. Yeah, and it's week to week. At this game, everything went well. It they did. mentioned the offensive tackles. This is the best game from the offensive line we've seen all season long. And like I said, man, you wish they had that Northwestern game back because if they play like this against Northwestern, Penn State, and Michigan State, they're undefeated. They're not losing if they play like this the rest of the season. Hawkeyes take the Buckeyes to the woodshed. That's next in face off plus more of your live takes at 515-282-9010. You are watching Sound Off Live. Email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. I apologize to the Cyclone fans. Oh, oh, there we there go. There we go. I apologize to the Cyclone fans for the Hawkeyes crashing their party. That's Paul Jackson. Great game by Brian Ferentz and the offensive line. Offense was fun to watch, but most of all, unpredictable. Change is good. That's from Shirley. All right. Time to bounce around some more topics, I think. All right. We call it face-off. The Cedar Rapids Gazette had a great headline after the Iowa win. Woodshed 
52242. Headline, sell papers, and this is one that people will buy. Love it. Iowa did take Ohio State to the woodshed, and 52242 is the zip code for Kinnick Stadium. You can look it up. Very creative. In Michael Admire's travels to West Virginia, he stopped and talked to Matt Campbell's college coach and his brother Scott, who sounds exactly he like does. Matt. What did we learn about Iowa State's head coach? That those closest to Matt Campbell don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. That guarantees nothing, but they think Campbell is determined to build something special at Iowa State. The Houston Astros are World Series champs. Houston beat the Dodgers in seven games. Crazy good series. And without a dog in the fight, I'm kind of glad the Astros won. What made it even crazier? Three years ago, Sports Illustrated predicted Houston would win the World Series this year. And SI made that prediction as the Astros were losing 100 games. Tanking works. <laughs> as for the series, highly entertaining, but Game 7 mm -hmm. was too one-sided for the series to join the Classics. you got to have a great Game 7. Yeah, Astros jumped out early, never looked back. The new craze is the one-chip challenge. Basically, it's the hottest pepper in the world, a Carolina Reaper sprinkled onto a chip. You've done the challenge. Is it as bad as it looks? It's worse. I was cocky for about 20 seconds of moderate discomfort, and then it felt like someone poured red ants in my mouth and blowtorched them to hell. Ugh, that is uncomfortably descriptive. My mouth was on fire. It's disgusting. I don't want to do that. Over under uh, Carson edition, overrated Carson Palmer. He's just not as good as you think he should be. Underrated Kim Carson. She takes over Roosevelt track and field, and Carson knows the subject. All right, we welcome the uh, the Heroes Look at Game this. Trophy, the Hy-Vee Heroes Game Trophy to the set. They'll be playing for this, what, two weeks from Friday? Yeah, they got Wisconsin this weekend. The uh, Oh, hey. just hold, please. He's sitting, you in, front of the tro He's sitting in front of the trophy. You're blocking the Heroes Game Trophy. I can't handle this. Good. Good, get out of here. All right, let's get uh, back to live calls here. We'll start with a Lucas Mount Air. Hi, Lucas. Hey, great job by Iowa State and Iowa this year. But just wanted to shout out to you and I Panthers. Beat South Dakota, pretty good win there. Three top Trying ten to... wins for the Panthers. They should go to the playoffs, John. Man, I think they, they probably have the toughest FCS schedule in the country. Uh, this was a big win. They needed this to get into the playoffs. They might need one more win, but I think they're going to get in. Donna's in Altoona. Donna, you're uh, swinging us back over to the Hawkeyes. Yeah, I sure am. I have a question about the game. Um, Regarding the Kluver play, can a player hike the ball and be a receiver on the same play? Have you ever seen that before? I've never seen it, but... If you it, set up in the right formation, yeah, you can. It, yeah, yes. if you set up in the right formation, they had alignment off to the left. He was snapping it, so it, it was legal. There was no penalty. Ohio State didn't argue it. It was legal, but I have never seen that before. The guy snapping it goes out for a pass, and, man, he got tripped up by the turf monster. Mike is in Des Moines. Hi, Mike. Go Hawks, go Clones. Proud of the teams in our state. Very well. Brian and Bondurant, sorry, just five seconds. Oh, no, no, oh, couldn't man. get it under the gun. Uh, yeah, thanks again to Hy-Vee for dropping off the yeah, Heroes game cool. trophy. We'll, take, it. we'll, we'll take good care of it. Yeah. That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are, too. We leave you with the sound off, send off. Hawkeye fans, storm the field.